and welcome back to Tash Talks Uni Life. With only a couple of days before Christmas, I thought I'd end this first season with an episode on Christmas time as a student. The Christmas break gives way to the semester one come down and it's time to catch up on rest or socialise with friends and family. But Christmas time as a student isn't always merry and bright. You might find yourself working long hours in hospitality or retail or spending the holidays alone for whatever reason that may be. There are also many students who don't celebrate Christmas due to their religion or culture. In this episode, I'll be joined by Dr Hillary to discuss this Christmas period as a student, wherever you might be and whatever you're doing. Dr Hilary, welcome back and Merry Christmas. Thanks Tash and Merry Christmas to you as well. We've been a little late putting up the tree in our house. Well I think it really depends what your definition of late of putting a Christmas tree up but it was up a couple of days ago um, and you've took you've had this week off, you've booked that off work so how have you been feeling since you've broken up from semester one? Tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better this year though because I had a reading week in the middle of the semester mm. and that's the first time in over a decade I've had that. So yeah, yeah that I good. thought Derby Uni was a bit weird never having a reading week because, and it was interesting given that most unis do have one. Both Exeter and Glasgow had one. I knew friends who had reading weeks at different universities, whether that was in line with school half terms for childcare reasons or not. Uh, but at least you got one this, this year. What do you think your students might be feeling now that they get a couple of weeks of rest after what typically is a very busy semester? Um, they're thinking about their January exam <laughs> by the number of emails I'm receiving. Um, plus, have they got enough practice questions? What are their mm. notes like? Do they really understand the questions, the topics, etc.? However, um, attendance was low last week, so I think many students have already gone home. Mm. Um, so it'll be a mixture of relief that the teaching is finished and an anticipation of the coming exams, plus trying to fit in some festive activities as well. Yeah, I was looking at my Snapchat memories and it was like late November. I had pictures of myself with the caption, semester burnout is here. And like I was so happy to have the Christmas break because I was just so exhausted so by the sounds of things, some of your students will either be doing a lot of work or maybe should be doing a bit more work than they'll already be doing. Um, I did relish this Christmas time last year because I had two coursework deadlines due before the break, which meant that I could actually have a bit of time to rest. And because I did English Lit, we didn't have exams in Masters. It doesn't really make sense for my, um, for my degree subject. But in previous years, I'd found the Christmas break quite daunting because I'd felt like I'd lost much of my social life and obviously like my training sessions and matches paused over the Christmas break. But last year I was incredibly grateful for the time to just to sit to catch up with everybody and get some more rest. I read books, binge watched TV, went to the gym, saw friends and extended family. But as an undergrad I don't think I appreciated the come down period after Christmas. Um, I wanted to go out and see friends and I struggled with the peace and quiet of being back home we love we live in a lovely um village and there is there is a lot going on but it is also a lot quieter than being in a university community but i'm so different now and i think that i think that's part of the process of maturing right now i like i love being living in a village there's sheep everywhere um it's like being a proper grown-up it is like being a proper grown-up <laughs> for i am 23 it's a bit scary anyway do you think that struggling with the christmas come down is something students deal with 
Um, what can they do to prevent themselves from getting in a come down slump? Yeah, so I think the break is, is similar to weekends at uni where there's mm. not a lot going on. Yeah. Um, there is the focus on Christmas and you've got potential parties, but also time with relatives that might be a bit tame compared to being with friends at uni. Mm. So taking time to rest is good and those with exams um, not relaxing too much that they can't get going again. Yeah. Um, use the quiet time to catch up on your notes and reading. If all your assignments are completed, uh, then Christmas is a true break. Yeah. Then it may well be very quiet and it will depend on what environment you're going home to. Um, if you know there's going to be a complete change of pace to you, then plan to do things like you as read your books, etc. Mm. Um, do some exercise, volunteer locally. Um, or as you've mentioned, um, take some paid work over the holidays. Yeah, I would definitely take rest if you can. Um, refreshers comes around quicker than you think and you'll need to be prepared to face another round of freshers flu. Um, January can hit hard, particularly when you've got to do exams and then you might be suffering with a cold. You may not have to deal with a come down, however. Many students work in hospitality and retail as well as other industries, which as we all know is at its very busiest this time of year. I also think that students who haven't stuck to their semester one budget tend to make that up during the festive period. Yeah, and if you're not partying um, and spending even more money... Then yeah, exactly, exactly yeah. you'll make it back up. Yeah, I've done my fair share of hospitality shifts. Um, not at Christmas time, though. I did a lot of my work um, in the summer when the football season was ending up in Scotland. It's hard work. I can't imagine what real retail is like. I know friends who have done it and they've ended up just folding clothes for hours upon hours. And I think that's quite dull, uh, personally. But my advice would be try to do any sort of customer service with a smile. I think it helps make the time go by faster. And also if you're smiley, particularly if you're working in hospitality, you're more likely to get some tips. Um, particularly like if you're working in those nice, nice boxes where people are paying for very expensive tickets. What advice would you give to students who might be working a lot throughout this period? I think don't overdo it so mm. you're shattered coming back to uni for the new semester. Mm. Um, make sure you eat well, um, look after yourself. If you've got a family you get on with, then spend some time with them. Um, as a parent, it's lovely to have you home for Christmas. Yeah. Full house at Christmas. No, it's something, It's really special. We do spend a lot of quality time together. We all like our individual space um, as a nuclear kind of unit but I feel like at Christmas we especially value being around Absolutely. each other and I think you too you should as well if you're listening to this um, and I really don't want to bring this up as it's supposed to be a joyful time of year but some of you listening might be preparing for exams as you've already mentioned Dr Hillary or doing coursework for a January deadline I always hated Jan exams I felt guilty for not revising because I wanted to rest or see friends or just not think about uni but then I'd be revising and I'd get distracted because all I could think about was the fun I was missing out on or how exhausted I was. What's your advice for students who might be having to complete revision or deadlines for January? I think make sure you get the balance between the studying, working and socialising right. Mm. If you've got coursework deadlines, then just get it done. Yeah. And then you can relax and it's all good. Um, with exams, make good notes, revision cards, practice questions so you feel confident and then there's less to worry about if you're prepared. Yeah, I feel like if you keep pushing back the deadline, particularly if it's coursework, it will never get done. It's It just adds more stress if you put it off. Yeah, you read a book called Eat That Frog. I did, oh, I really like that book. What Explain the concept for my listeners for me. 
So eat that frog is all about, um, you know, if the worst thing you have to do in a day is to eat a frog, get it done, eat it first. So, yeah. and that relates to your worst task that they've, you've got to do. Get it so done. So just get it done, get it out of the way and you will feel so much better. Completely. And such less stress. Yeah, so try not to procrastinate on your deadlines if you can. But so Christmas isn't always so restful and fun for students if you've got those January deadlines. But this time of year can also be very lonely for many. We've touched on that come down feeling that many students feel when returning home and not being constantly surrounded by friends or people their own age. But what if you don't go home for Christmas? What if you don't have a home to go to? The Office for Students estimates that on average there's 3,000 estranged students in English universities and colleges. But data from the Student Loans Company for 2021-2022 found that there were 8,435 estranged students enrolled in English higher education. This is based on the number of individuals applying for student finance who indicated on their applications that they were estranged from their parents or are a care leaver. There is currently a lack of corresponding data for Scotland, according to the Scottish Government website, which was updated at the beginning of last month. An estranged student is one who either has no or little to no contact with their parents, whether biological or adopted, and that status is unlikely to change. If you had a student come to you who is estranged and were going to be alone during Christmas, what might you say to them? I think plan to see friends so you keep up a good level of socialising over the break. If someone invites you to lunch, say yes. Mm. Um, You can also volunteer to help on Christmas Day if you're on your own. A friend of mine always volunteers at the local homeless organisation and helps to make and serve lunch. I think that she loves it. Yeah, I think it's really wholesome and a lot of people are doing that now. I'm pretty sure Chris Martin, lead singer of Coldplay, does that as well. Or someone, a big famous uh, music artist does I'd have to echo everything you've just said. Keep in touch with friends, definitely. And although it's nice to sometimes have a break from seeing people you see all the time, never be afraid to reach out and talk to them. If you're concerned about spending Christmas alone and you haven't made plans with others, volunteering in a soup kitchen or a food bank is one way to interact with other people and be part of a community coming together. FaceTiming or video calling with people you care about is another way to stay connected to others. Local support groups usually plan Christmas Day activities or you can connect with people via social media or in person who might not be going home for Christmas as well. And this might include international and domestic students. Some universities have tailored support for estranged students and this is worth exploring if you're in that position. And some of these suggestions might apply to you even if you're not estranged or you're not spending Christmas alone, but might be, but you might be concerned about your or other people's loneliness during the holidays. Yeah, it's always good to check on your neighbours who live on their own as well. Um, There are many people who'd love a visit and a chat. Mm -hmm. Um, Video calls are good as well, so if you're a long way from friends, you can still chat to them. I know this helped me an awful lot when you were away um, for a whole summer, and then in Scotland for a year. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't survive without video calls. No, definitely not. What are your favourite things to do during the Christmas break? So I like to just slow down, catch up on some jobs that I've put off. Mm. Um, I also love cheesy Christmas movies. Yeah. So there's always a chink of jingle bells coming from the TV <laughs> or the tablet. <laughs> She's laughing because she knows yeah, that. Yeah, I know yeah. that. I'll come down, I'll be like, what are you watching? And I'll stand over your shoulder for like 30 seconds. I'll go, 
I'm a romantic, but oh God, I can't, <laughs> I can't watch this. It's too cringy. Uh, but mine include reading books that I want to read because for four years of my life, I had to read texts chosen for me on the curriculum. So I would always treat myself to some YA fantasy or some form of romance book at Christmas, which was just quite light and fluffy. Maybe not as cringe as your Christmas films, but some cringy elements in parts. Um, but it made it, it was a change from reading some quite dense stuff in my English degrees. Um, we also typically make mince pies and jam tarts every year, which I really enjoy. But I think this year we've settled on treating ourselves to MS mince pies. We've done uh, we've done a mince pie taste test and we have decided that MS basics, even though they're not that basic, mince pies are, are the, the best. best. They yes. are the best. Um, and we sometimes go to the carol singing at the village hall, which I think is also super wholesome. So however you may be celebrating the holiday, from me and Dr. Hillary, we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for coming on the show as always. And thank you to my listeners. I really hope that this first season of Tash Talks University Life has been insightful and or helpful. Please drop me a little review if you're enjoying the podcast and write a note to me of any topics you'd like to hear covered in season two. But for now, it's goodbye until 2024. I'm Tash Coyle. Have a lovely Christmas and a very happy new year. <laughs>